It's Halloween! And in this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we're going to share some Halloween-y workouts. We're going to share some spooky foods. And of course, we're going to talk about taking a moment to enjoy all of it. Happy Halloween! And Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms in the Midwest who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. But we have learned a ton and we want you to hear all about all of our mistakes as well as our celebrations. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to join our journey. Learn with us, laugh with us, and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Happy Halloween week! Happy Halloween. And oh my gosh, it's so exciting because Stephanie, I mean, I just feel like when I drive through the neighborhoods or when we're on our runs, like I feel like there are so many more Halloween decorations than there were and than there have been in the past, especially more than last year. I think everyone's so excited to celebrate this year because they didn't really get to last year. Target's like sold out of all things Halloween, except for costumes. And they're getting ready to put Christmas up. But, and they were sold out like on the 15th. Everybody's ready. Yes. <laughs> Let's celebrate some stuff. That's right. So when we think about Halloween, of course, we think about candy. Yes. And you know what? Honestly, <laughs> Halloween candy is not my jam. Like that is not what throws me off like my <laughs> nutrition program at all. Don't get me wrong. I like some candy, but... I've never been as someone who goes and like eats all the kids' candy after they go to sleep. That's just not me. I'm now bake some brownies and I might eat the whole pan. So like that's my downfall versus the candy. How about you? I love me some brownies. However, if the candy has caramel in it, then I'm going to eat all of it. We, there you, go. you know, we play the game of buy the bag of candy and hide it. I know a lot of people will like get their Halloween candy really early or they don't get it early because they're afraid they're going to eat it. And that's not a temptation to me. I think sometimes it's the little bitty snack sizes that we get so excited about and we think that it only comes out right now at Halloween, but actually like they sell snack size Snickers like year round. If you wanted to, you could get your snack size Snickers whenever you wanted to. We are thinking about Halloween workouts today. Yes, yes, because the trick or treat part happens in the evening. So something you could do during the daytime with your family. Laura has been researching some workouts, and you found out some fun stuff to do. There are. There are so many Halloween workouts on Pinterest. Like, you just type in Halloween workout, and, like, I was thinking, oh, maybe this isn't a thing, but it's a thing. All right. People have them, and a lot of them. I found this one blog post on Pinterest, and it's by Sarah Hemington, and it's SH plus PE is her blog name, and she has several listed 
Halloween workouts. And one that I thought sounded really fun included the song Ghostbusters. Oh, I love the song Ghostbusters. I know you do. So that's why I picked that one. So I'm going to share this one, but I encourage you to go and find her because she had like 10 Halloween workouts. So it wasn't just this one. There were several. So basically, the song Ghostbusters has the word Ghostbusters 16 times. Okay. So it's all based around hearing that word. So the first round, you jog, and then every time you hear the word Ghostbusters, you do a burpee. Okay. So you got to drop and do a burpee. Perfect. So then I guess, I think you listen to the song a second time, and then you do jumping jacks, and then every time you hear the word Ghostbuster, you do two mountain climbers. Okay, I gotcha. Yep. And then you listen to it a third time, you do lateral banded squats. So you would need a band, but those are pretty easy to get mostly anywhere, Amazon, Target. We ordered ours on Amazon. Yep. During COVID. Yep. Yep. And then every time you hear the word Ghostbuster, you do a squat jump. Ooh. So I don't like round three. <laughs> so you would maybe skip out on round three, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go find some caramel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you want more of her workouts, I would encourage you to find some because they're all really fun. And they're they're posted really cool. You know, she's probably used Canva or something. They have spider webs and, oh, you know, fun. it's very festive. So as I was looking, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe we should like create one that is really family friendly that, you know, you like your four year old could do with you. Absolutely. And so I put together a little quick family-friendly Halloween workout. You need no equipment, but you're going to do creepy crawlers or otherwise known as the crab walk. The length of your driveway or your backyard, whatever kind of space you have, just a one length. And then when you get down to like the end zone to the end, you're going to do 10 goblin squats or basically just squats. They could be squat jumps or just squats. I think you should roar like a goblin. There you go. When you goblin squat. Yes, yes, you should. That'll be fun. Your neighbors are going to think it's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) They might might join you. You never know. Because you always want to be the fun family in the neighborhood. Yes. And then you do a zombie walk with Frankenstein arms. So like high leg walks with your arms sticking out back to the starting line. And repeat this two to three times. So depending on what your, you know, the ages of your children and how well you they can do that. But that's something, all those exercises are something even a small child could do. So I think that could be fun. And you could even make up little cards, you know, with those pictures, like a creepy crawly and goblin and zombie and, you know, hold them up when it's that time to do it. So. And you could write, you could label them. To work on emergent reading skills. Yes. Might as well just do that as well. Right. You know, all and then, kinds of yeah. fun. And then, of course, when you're done, you can stretch with the black cat slash cow stretches. I so, love it. There you go. Stretch with the cat cow. Yeah. The black variety. That's right. And then play some spooky music while you're doing it. Oh, yes. Monster so, mash. Yeah. You know, that'd probably take... Less than 30 minutes, and it's just a little something to burn those few caramel chocolate calories before you eat them. And then don't forget about all the extra neat calories that you can burn. By going through the neighborhood. By going through the neighborhood. Yeah, so that's very cool. Also, if you all have a local gym, you can always visit that for Halloween-themed fun. Our local gym has costume contests and all kinds of fun things during this season. So be sure... As you are thinking about the caramel and the chocolate and all those things, to think also about these amazing workouts that you can do to balance it all out.
What's Halloween without some fun, creepy foods to go with it? I mean, it's not a party, that's for sure, if you don't have the fun foods. We have some traditions in our Halloween. We do a Halloween dinner every single Halloween that is tons of fun. We create mummy meatloaves. Oh, perfect. Yes. And so I use ground turkey for the Mm -hmm. meatloaf. It's healthier that way. And so we just like shape the meatloaf in like a mummy face shape. Then we take bacon and use that as the wraps. We use onions for the eyes and the sharp teeth. And then, of course, we grab the ketchup and we splurt blood all All over it. I love that. We bake it up and it is so much fun. And then we just use mashed potatoes for our ghosts. And we have a nice, kind of healthy meal. Right. Um, That's festive. That's What do you do? So... One of our traditions has been that we do pumpkin-shaped pizza. And so we don't make it because usually we were kind of busy, especially if Halloween was on a weekday. We'd pick the kids up and then go get the pumpkin-shaped pizza from, I think it was Papa Murphy's that would make oh, it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And then we'd share it with some friends and we'd maybe bake some brownies. We would have dinner before we'd go trick-or-treating. One of our family's traditions that we wouldn't do necessarily on Halloween because it's too time-consuming to do the day of, there are cut-out sugar cookies. Cookies. And I have all my grandmother's cookie cutters. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. In a container that she kept it in. So it's really special when I get that out. I, you know, I think of her and I have mm. those fond memories of having those at her house. I now use my sister-in-law's sugar cookie recipe, which it's amazing. There's a secret ingredient there and it's just makes the sugar cookies that much better. Actually, the last few years, my son, because it's a, it's a process, like we make the dough, we let it chill overnight, and then we bake the cookies the next day. And then then usually, because it's so exhausting baking the cookies and cutting them out, then the decorating happens the next day, or I'll freeze them unfrosted and then get them back out like a week later and frost them. So actually my son's going to, he's coming over and he's bringing some friends and they're all going to decorate and then they can all take some home too so that I don't have like a hundred sugar cookies in my house. So you can enjoy the treat. You can enjoy the act of decorating them and be creative and enjoy one or two, right? Yeah, and share them with with others. And that's been really fun to do because we don't need that many cookies in our house. <laughs> so I have to know, are you going to share the secret ingredient with us? Uh, well, so yeah, sure. I'll share it with you. I won't share you all the, all the tips and tricks of the amounts, but sour cream. Oh. And okay, so... I am usually not a picky person with my baking as far as like brands of ingredients, but I do believe Daisy sour cream full fat is the best for the flavor. If you're going to so, go for it, mm-hmm. get yourself a really amazing cookie and then, you know, neat. Yep. Go and trick or treat around three neighborhoods. Yeah. You work the desserts into your nutrition plan. I, I think any nutrition plan that limits you having sweets isn't a great one. At least it's not one for me because I need to have some in my day. So now 50 cookies, no, but one or two. Yeah, Yeah. you can fit that in. Yeah, I do that too. I think about, okay, what is my little sweet treat going to be this day? And just kind of make sure that I'm planning around that. So now, Stephanie, you, we know that one of your superpowers is charcuterie. 
I love charcuterie. Yes. And so, she, I mean, lady, I mean, folks, she can create charcuterie like out of it. She can be like, oh, I don't have any food. And then you turn around or you go to the bathroom and then you come back and then on the table is a charcuterie board. And I'm like, well, I thought you didn't have any food. And she just brings it out. Like, it's seriously like her fridge is magic or something. So she's kind of been thoughtful and kind of looked around and she's got some ideas for a Halloween charcuterie board. So how fun is this? I was thinking about what are some ways to celebrate this Halloween season and have treats out for the kids and have it be healthy because they're going to have plenty of unhealthy things, right? Right. And so I was like, oh, charcuterie would be so much fun. So here are some things that you could include in a charcuterie board that would be kind of Halloween-y, right? Okay, let's hear it. Green olives with the red centers. Yes, perfect. Yes. Now, if you're like my kids, you're not going to be eating a lot of the green olives. But and enough so, that the other people will. Right? So Yeah. And then I saw blueberry wrapped goat cheese. Now, I can get this at Aldi. It's just oh. the goat cheese that's just got like um, some fruit around it. Okay. And the blueberry one, the blueberries have kind of seeped a little bit in it. And mm. if you slice it up and fan it out, it's a little creepy. That sounds delicious. Now, of course, with your meats, you got to go with the red meats. So your pepperoni, a nice red pepperoni, and the prosciutto looks kind of like mussels. And so you can kind of like spread that stuff out. It'd be kind of interesting. I'd add some raspberry jam or butter to it to kind of make sure that um, you get a little bit more of that drippy red uh, (laughs) with it, which, you know. Of course, you need to have the fruits. So blackberries and blueberries are going to add some of that dark Halloween-y color. Green guacamole. Oh, yeah. This is this is going to be it's really gonna cool. Be fun. Yeah. So one time I carved a little mini pumpkin and made the guacamole <sighs> the vomit. You could totally do that on a charcuterie yes. board. Like one of those little mini pumpkins. You could just like even draw on or just do a little face on it. And then, yeah, just have the green guacamole spilling oh, yeah. out of its mouth. You know, some... A few little tortilla tips to go with that. Um, and, of course, orange cheeses. So you've got your dark, your blueberries and your blackberries, and then your orange cheeses are going to be your orange color. Gotcha. And, of course, you've got to add a few of those candy corns. Yes. Just sprinkle it around the top. Just for festive. So there's some thoughts about a charcuterie board that is going to be mostly healthy for a little treat uh, before your goblins and monsters go out and about. During the holiday season, be it Halloween or birthday holidays or, of course, our Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, it's really hard to remind ourselves to be mindful. Oh, I agree. I think you're worried about making everything so perfect and making sure all your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed and it can get lost in the busy. And just be so exhausted Mm -hmm. to not enjoy any of it. I've had to pull back a lot in my world because even when I was like in high busy mode, I was making homemade Halloween costumes every year and a, a little display of skeletons and pumpkins and things through our front window and 
all of the crazy Halloween foods when you made a cupcake stand with a haunted house and trees coming out of all the cupcakes. Oh my goodness. It was crazy. But I think I enjoy the holidays more when I don't make myself do all those things Mm -hmm. that I just kind of back up and let it go. And that can be so hard to do. I think, uh, especially in the world of Pinterest, where everything is, you know, everyone's competing against each other to have the best display or have the best kids' costumes or have the best social media post, really. That's (laughs) kind of what it's about. And everything is creative and everything looks fun and everything is so sunshiny. But when I'm killing myself trying to make it all happen... It doesn't feel good to me. And I don't know if it felt good to my kids ever. I know that we had some really great pictures going out. Right. I don't know if they were like, mom is perpetually stressed and this stinks. Or if they're (laughs) like, man, this is so cool that she spent all this time doing this. Maybe somewhere in between. Right. Hopefully so. So as I think about that, I often reflect on the craziness of the season And then I think about what do I want it to be? And I want it to be slowed down. Like Mm -hmm. I want to spend time with my kids. I want to appreciate just all of the nuances that happen in each one of these special seasons at each of the ages that my family is. Um, My mom even enjoys coming and watching as her grandkids grow up and also just the neighborhood and enjoying how our neighborhood has changed, right? Mm -hmm. One of the favorite things that I've done in all of the Halloweens was last year when Laura and I went on a run on Halloween. We went to one of our very favorite neighborhoods. It's the one with all the old houses. Yes. And some of them are probably haunted, right? <laughs> probably so. We're going to at least pretend they are. And we watched people get ready yeah. for the holiday. Yeah. You know, they were out there putting up their decorations and arranging the flowers and the pumpkins and it was it was cool it's, it's kind of like you were in a little scene of a movie and you know all the houses on the street are getting ready to celebrate so it was cool to just see how they were going to welcome the people in the evening people with people passing by how they were going to celebrate So this year, again, I plan to spend at least 30 minutes and kind of honor that tradition and find a really cool neighborhood, not my own, and just walk around it and take in the sights and the sounds of the season and remember to breathe and enjoy being in that moment. I think that sounds perfect. So, Laura, another thing that we did last week during this Halloween season was I took a walk with my college students downtown. Oh, how fun. And I found some ghost stories that had been told about our community. And I stopped at several different spots downtown and told them the ghost stories. Oh, what a fun class. I want to be your student. (laughs) It was so much fun. My students loved it. And I thought, what a great thing to do with my own kids, right? Yeah. Is to take them to different spots. Now, I don't want to scare my kids, you know, senseless, right? (laughs) Like, that's not the point. But maybe it's just take them around and have a walk and tell them about some of the traditions 
that we had. And, you know, and at this spot, this is some of the things that they did. And at this mm-hmm. spot, this is some of the things that they did. And my kids are, you know, my daughter is 15. So a little bit of creepy in there isn't going to be too bad. Right. It was like an experience where we were kind of seeing, we were standing in the place where these events had happened or were like legend. Yes. That said that they happened. And then we were able to kind of look around us and do a 360 and feel like we were there. And it was really cool. Kind of in that moment. Yeah. And it wasn't hard. It didn't take a lot of research. I probably researched for about 30 minutes. And with the internet, it's so easy to find some stories. And then we just up and went. Yeah. Well, and we have a great walking campus to do that with. So I'm sure you can find some creepy happenings in your town as well. You know, just with the help of Google, you know, see if there's some a park or different houses or different part of town that maybe long ago something kind of um, eerie happened there. And you could go and just take that in and, and have a little history as well. Or you could go to those spaces and as a family and like tell a story where everybody says one sentence at a time. Oh, like yeah. you do around a campfire. That would be great. Yeah. yeah. So lots of different ways that you could kind of slow down and just be mindful of uh, the season that we're in and remind all of us that it's about the people that we're with. It's about being present in the moment. It's about enjoying ourselves over the busy, perfect social media post. Yes. So, Laura, it is now time for our weekly homework. And I know you're probably going to think it's about Halloween, but it's a little bit more than that. So, Stephanie, tell them them what they're going to be doing this week. We do want you to think about your holidays in your life. What are the things that you celebrate in your life? What are your traditions? And during one of those holidays, decide two hours in that season that you are just going to set aside and practice living in the moment. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yes. It might be this Halloween, right? Where you can go to a small town and walk up and down the streets and get yourself some popcorn and just live in that moment and breathe it all in. It might be in a few weeks near that Thanksgiving holiday. If you're here in the United States where we celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, going and just enjoying the sights and smells at different grocery stores. I mean, I could take a perusal through a grocery store and just enjoy right. all, all of the, the color. ideas. Yes. Yeah. And of course, it might be that Christmas holiday where you just take a moment and, and take a stroll or listen to some Christmas music and turn on the lights or, you know, something that you're going to set aside two hours and live in that moment. And then your second part, because it's a two-parter, is figure out something that you're going to let go of. Mm. I let go of sending Christmas cards. Yes, me too. Uh Yeah. Last year, I I finally said to my husband, I said, I'm just not doing it. I'm sorry. I know that this is a tradition for us, but but we're not doing it. (laughs) Well, mine came from like Christmas cards and then it got to like New Year's cards and then it was like the end of January New Year's cards. And so then it's like, you know what? Maybe maybe we just don't even need them. You know, not not to say I don't love getting them, but it is one of those things that just takes some time and I would rather spend that time doing something else. 
Yeah. And I, I will say that too. I love getting Christmas cards. Yeah. I love looking at families and all oh, of that. Yeah. And in lieu of doing Christmas cards myself, I spend that same amount of time actively checking in or stopping by people that I don't normally visit with throughout my week so that I can honor them um, during the holiday season with friends and families and let them know that they're important. So once again, your homework is to figure out two hours during a holiday that you're going to set aside some time and be really mindful of that holiday in that moment. And then also thinking about what you're going to let go of, that thing that stresses you out that you're just like, I'm just not getting, I'm not getting what I need out of it. And in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go, move, breathe, share kindness with others. You You got got this. love friends fit 40s subscribe to our podcast leave a review and share the podcast with your friends tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work also follow us on instagram feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments we'd love to hear from you